0: This is Living With Miles. I'm Miles. Morning. <laughs> I got nothing. Look, if it's not going to work, I'm not going to use it. That's just right off the table right now. This is people's work lives, man. It's, it's the stuff that matters. Where did that come from? I am way on board. you can inspire pride in people, they'll follow you. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday. So I was doing some work. Uh, I'm working on a new blog uh, location where I'm going to be putting edited transcripts of these episodes, and that's going to be at shamaninasuit, all one word, dot wordpress.com. And while I was going over the episode on adulting that we did last Friday, I was looking at this thing and I, I said, oh, you know, we're talking about negation and how this negation language creates barriers. And we've talked about this before. Well, then I went back looking for the episodes where I have talked about it before, and I realized I couldn't find them. So I don't know if there is an episode on it or whether I'm just making this huge assumption about about negation language and, and what I've said about it before. So I thought I would fill in the gap. So that's, today, there's this thing that happens... It, it, in when we talk about things, we think about things in the words we use, and when we use words, we create reality to a certain extent. Speaking, especially out loud, is one of the great creative elements of human existence. It has the benefit of being able to share ideas, being able to share. It's this. It's this phenomenal thing when you think about it. Language is just amazing but it has both an external and an internal component. One of the external components that is really a fascinating one is that once it's out there, it's been said, and now especially true in the internet with with more typed words, once it's out on the internet, it's out there, it's out and it exists and it's going to be there. But the spoken word is a lot like that too. And when you say something, it's been said, whether somebody else interprets it properly or not, that's a totally different question. But then there comes the internal work and the internal work is what I want to focus on because the language we use when we talk about problems, when we talk about issues, when we talk about concerns, particularly when we're complaining or we're talking about pain, the language we use here frames the context of the way that we think about the problem. And a big notion here is when we speak in negation language. Now, negation language is when we're talking about the the contractions, we're talking about the not, can't, wouldn't, shouldn't, all these things. And negation language is usually an expression of frustration around limitations. I mean, it's really a a language of frustration because frustration, again, I, I know I've spoken about this. Frustration is that balance between we want something and we're not getting it. So the realization of our desires uh, is, is not happening. And depending on how important those desires are, for example, if we're down at the lower end of Maslow's pyramid, where we're looking at safety concerns, or we're looking at, at, at survival concerns, or even higher up when we're looking at relational concerns, where we're, where we're talking about uh, respect And uh, those kinds of things and trust. If we're meeting frustrations here, then these can get more and more emotional investment on our part because the, the frustrations we want, the respect that we feel we're owed or we want the safety that we absolutely must have in order to be able to not worry about safety anymore, or we absolutely must have the food, water, shelter, protection, family. We must have those essential nutrients of life in order to just survive. And if we don't have them, then not having them becomes the focus. And when not having them is the focus, then we end up in this interesting, paradigm of mind where we get really it becomes really really important emotionally maybe not logically maybe not rationally or even reasonably but definitely emotionally and since we don't only take half of the equation here on this podcast we take the whole thing we take the whole human as everything they are this emotional investment needs to be listened to so what do we when do we know we're being frustrated well when we're complaining about an issue and what we're talking about is the negation what we can't do what we shouldn't, what is happening that shouldn't be happening, what did or what did not happen that that needed to happen, what can't be done that, that has to be done. All of these things, these can't, wouldn't, shouldn't, you know, all of these not contractions. And there's a, a variation here also on uh, certain negation words like never. And these words, these nots, focus on the limitations they focus in on the things that are barred against they focus in on the frustrations they don't focus in on how to reconcile the frustrations and this creates this 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 strange dichotomy in our mind where we we know that this frustration is the thing we have to overcome it's the thing that we have to over we have to overpower or we have to get rid of and yet all we can see is the frustration. All we can see is this thing that we need to get rid of. We can't actually see how to get rid of it. And this is the this was a, a fascinating thing that I discovered when I was doing some uh, management training in a time where I have to admit it was a very frustrating time for me. We were doing a, a massive conversion of culture in our company, and I was, man, I was given full responsible for that, full responsibility for that that conversion and what i found out was that my interpretation i mean this i knew this long after the facts not during That my interpretation of the value system, of the important values of what we were doing in the cultural transformation, were not the same as senior leadership. They were not the same as executive management. And so I was working toward one cultural shift. They were working toward a different cultural outcome. And the two, in some ways, were diametrically opposed. And so I was running into frustration after frustration when I was trying to promote various causes that I thought was in my charter to do so. And I was being thwarted by leadership because leadership was looking at very different outcomes and they didn't understand how my proposed changes were going to lead to their desired outcomes. It was a communication error, but I didn't see any of that during the time. It took reflection afterwards to come back and say, why, why didn't this work? What, what was I looking at? And I realized I was so obsessed with what, I, what wasn't available, what wasn't on the table, what couldn't be done, what can't be done, that I couldn't see what could be done to move toward a reconciliation. And it's, it's just a matter of focus. It was literally a matter of focus. And when I looked back over, I, I do written journals. I, I do a lot of journaling. And when I looked back at my journals at the time, I saw all this negation, all this negation language. And so I, I tried to state the exact same thing without any of the negation language. I tried to state it again and I tried to bring it to life and I realized that I couldn't complain anymore. And I thought this was so funny that I wanted to test this out. So I took this on to a couple of training sessions that I was doing. I was doing a coaching session. I was being asked to speak for a, for a group down in Los Angeles. And I went and we did this as an exercise. And it was a game I made up called No Knots. And the game is, is basically like this. What you do is you sit down with pairs you have a timekeeper and then you have two people one person has a piece of paper and a pencil and the other person is the is the 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 there's the recorder and then the complainer and what you do is you have the complainer complain to the recorder for a a period of time four or five minutes is usually all you need about any subject they want Now i had to put in a caveat i've learned this from past experience i had to put in a caveat if the pair is a married couple make it about some subject that is not the marriage that (laughs) it's very important to not not disrupt family relations while you're doing experiments on inner work so this this you you basically have the complainer the 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 subject complain for four to five minutes on a subject. And you keep a timer and you have them complain. And meanwhile, the person who's the recorder is counting every time a negation word is used. Now for this effect to work really, really well, you usually don't tell the complainers or the the subjects what the, the counter is counting. You basically set it up so that the counters know what they're counting before the subject is brought in. But they count up all the negation words. And then you do the big reveal and you have them reveal the score of all the negation words. Then you go for two more minutes and you say, All right, subjects, you are to complain about the exact same subject, except now your job is to use no negation language. And a fascinating thing starts to happen in their brain. They start trying. They they first try and then they realize they they, they can't actually speak because the words that they're using are, are are all negation. Everything's negation. Everything that they've got is just frustration and, and power and, and bang, bang, bang their head against this notion of they want to complain about something, but they can't because they're just looking at negation. And then a strange thing begins to happen in their brain. The brain begins to shift from complaint to problem-solving and it begins to open itself up to different interpretations. It begins to see things from different points of view. It begins to analyze. It begins to restructure the conversation. It begins to look on ways that things could be reinterpreted, on ways that they could be approached differently, on on things that could be done to maybe solve the problem or maybe move forward. And this is this phenomenal transformation. It's, it, It's a beautiful way that the human brain is wired. I love it. When you remove the opportunity to talk about the barrier, suddenly you now free yourself to see the opportunities and the various options that could be available. You see potential. You see possibilities. Now, one fascinating nuance to this little no-knots game is that I realized that it doesn't work for Europeans or multilinguals because multilinguals for some reason seem to have and by multilinguals i mean speak more than one language preferably more than preferably two or more if they haven't been heavily indoctrinated into american culture and american society and american speech and thought patterns i notice that the no-nots thing they have very little difficulty complaining about a thing without going into negation and it becomes more of an intellectual and philosophical exercise i particularly notice this about europeans uh, Europeans definitely had an element there, uh, and it it really is fascinating to watch that it does seem to be cultural culturally relative. But still, when you do have this negation thing going on, if you get caught in a negation mindset, it's it's almost a kind of victim mindset. It's a reinforcing of all. It's a it's a reinforcing and a legitimization of all of the feelings of frustration that a person is having by recounting all the barriers and limitations and while that's going on the goal and the point of the brain is to legitimize the victimization or to legitimize the unfairness or to legitimize the point of view that something bad is going on and once that's legitimized then i mean to a way that someone can feel legitimized then they feel and the magic words here from my management work they feel listened to, and that is just a legitimization of the frustration or the complaint. But that's not, that's not the solution. That doesn't move you forward. All that does is it, it it, it does, it, it provides a, a connection through interconnective uh, relations. It, it allows a building of stronger relations, but it doesn't move the needle forward on actually making the frustration go away. To make the frustration go away, we need to remove this negation language. By removing the negation language, it engages the productive part of our mind that can now see, instead of only seeing barriers, it begins focusing on solutions, opportunities, and possibilities. And when it does this, then we can begin to take action in a positive and an uplifting way that allows us to be once again in charge and empowered. And in a position and in a seat of control and engagement that allows us to, to begin to recharge our batteries and move into a life that we're once again active participants in. So that's what I wanted to make sure I talked about it because I don't know when the last time that is and I don't know that I've done a full splay So there you go. There's that. A uh, little bit on the blog. The blog, again, is uh, shamaninasuit.wordpress.com. I'll be posting up the blog posts with that. I'm actually going to be going back and doing older episodes and then trans translating those over, but I'll also be transcribing these episodes in an edited format going forward. Also join us on the Facebook at living with miles. I hope that you guys have a great day and I will talk to you next time.